Hi, everyone. My name's Eric Rosenberg. I'm a personal finance expert. I'm not a financial advisor, however. And remember that this show is just for entertainment and education purposes. Thank you. everyone. Welcome back to the Pay Active Podcast. My name is Eric Rosenberg. I am so happy to have you. And we are back this week with our friend, Sydney. She has some awesome questions. She's coming in with, you know, that 20 something fresh look at the financial world. I've been around the block a couple times. I'm not, I'm not grandpa old, but I'm dad old. What we're going to talk about today is something that's actually one of my favorite topics in the whole world because that's how my career started. I started as a side hustle, and that's what we're talking about today. So everyone, let's welcome Sydney into the studio. We're going to be chatting all about side hustles today with her. All about side hustles. I'm so excited to talk about this too, because I feel like, again, like most of the things we talk about on the show, we are just not taught how to run a side hustle, how to start our own businesses and you know, it's, this is all something that most people who do it, you know, have to figure out on their own through, by Googling or talking to friends and family. So we're here. We're going to drop some knowledge on you. And hopefully by the end of the episode, you'll feel like you're ready to start your own side hustle. Yeah, let's let's so, call this one the, the 20 minute side hustle MBA. Let's there dive we go. in. Let's do it. Perfect. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> well, real quick, just as an overview, Eric, you want to give us some insight into why you're so excited to talk about side hustles. What role have side hustles played in your life? Absolutely. Yeah. So side hustles, if you're not familiar with the term, it's kind of like a job on the side or an extra income source. And what that means to different people can mean different things. And the goal of a side hustle could be different for different people. I know of some people who have a side hustle driving for a rideshare service, and they want to do that for a couple of years to pay off their student loans or something like that, or pay off credit card debt. So that's a short-term side hustle. When you're doing a side hustle where you're working for someone else and it's not your own business, it's important to remember it's still time for money. So it's good because it increases your income. I and mean, who doesn't want more money, right? We've talked about that before. We love more money. But uh, if you start your own business and build your own whole strategy around what you might want to do longer term, where you're not working for someone else, uh, that's the kind of side hustle that I get most excited about. Because those are the ones that can really change your life. I mean, sure, a short-term side hustle can help you pay off debt and that can change your life, certainly. That's not a bad thing. But for me personally, I actually started, I've always been a side hustler. Um, let's back up a little bit. Well, Tarantino, it. let's go back to my youth and see how I got here. <laughs> I was in Cub Scouts when I was a kid and I sold Cub Scout popcorn and coupon books. That was actually probably my first side hustle, if you think about it. Because the way Scouts worked then, you know, Girl Scouts, I was a little different with the cookies. With Boy Scouts, I got a percentage of the sale in my Scout account, which was like a little bank account my um, troop kept for me. And then I could use that to pay for campouts and ski trips. I grew up in Colorado, so skiing was part of what we wanted to do. And I thought, how cool is this? I am paying for my ski weekend and my week at Boy Scout camp from selling coupon books. And I was like 10 years old. So that's how I started side Cute. hustling. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and over the years, I've had a few other things I've I've tried. Some have worked, some have not worked. But the big one is actually what led me here today. 
uh, when I left my uh, first job after college, I was a bank manager in my first job. And I learned so much about banking and all the personal finance stuff you need to know to run your daily money life. And I was the guy approving mortgages, doing all sorts of stuff. So I thought, I'm going to start a little blog about personal finance. And that blossomed into writing for other companies about personal finance and uh, starting my own podcast about personal finance and joining another podcast about personal finance. So literally, the career I have today started as a side hustle. I was working in cubicle land doing, you know, the, I don't know, we want to call it nine to five, but it was really more like eight to six <laughs> and uh, you know, working long days. But I'd come home after work and I'd pull up my laptop and I'd write an article about something about bank accounts or credit cards or earning travel miles and points or paying off my car loan that I was doing at the time or paying off my student loans that I was doing at the time. And that slowly grew into a viable business. It was a pretty cool thing. When I started in the beginning, it was enough to pay like my beer tabs going out, you know, going out with friends on weekends. <laughs> and in my early 20s, you know, that that was saying something, right? Yeah, so, yeah, whatever. It's yeah. okay to, I was a part of my budget. I'd planned that that was an expense that I could have. I already knew my debt payments were taken care of. My rent was taken care of. And this right. side hustle gave me a little extra that covered my weekend fun. And yeah, then it grew to a point totally. that it covered my rent. And then it grew to a point where I was like, wow, this could cover my mortgage when I bought my first condo and I bought my first home. And it wow. grew to a point that in 2016, I was able to go full time. And I've been doing wow. this full time about six and a half years now. And uh, it started Let's as a little side a hustle. Minute. Can we just give Eric an applause? Because that is <laughs> such a cool story. And it, it's a side hustle success story, really, is what it is. Yeah. And a lot of people who are maybe trying to figure out what their side hustle is or trying to figure out how to you know make money, stories like this are so important to share because it is possible. It is possible to be able to pay your bills using your side hustle. And we have yeah. a blog post all about this that I'll link in the description. And it's it's okay to start small. You know, it, my first blog post that I made a dollar on, you know, the first blog post I wrote, I didn't make anything. It, it was a hobby. It was for free. When I started making a, a dollar here, $5 there, I was thrilled. I never would have thought I could have paid my rent with it. So you never know what'll happen with a side hustle. I never yeah. expected it to take me where it is today. I just thought it would be a fun hobby that made me a little extra money. I was like, hey, my hobby's right. making money. That's kind of cool. I'd rather make right. money on a hobby than spend money on it, right? So and that's how it's thing about your hobby me. is yeah, you like to make money and you like to talk about money. This is that is the hobby that you have, an interest that you have. And that's how a lot of side hustles start out. They start out with just an organic interest in something exactly. that doesn't really start with like, let's make money on this. Usually it's just a joy thing, like, oh, I like taking pictures of people or you know, I like to paint or, you know, fill in the blank. I just yeah. like to do this thing on the side with my free time. So the decision then to take that hobby that you enjoy doing and tack on a price tag and provide a service to other people using that hobby, it can be a little bit scary for someone who has never done it before. So for me, in my experience, I love to paint. But the idea of being paid to paint, <laughs> which is the special thing that I like to do as a hobby, it, it's scary to make that leap and to put a price tag on the work that I do and the hobby that I have. So just, you know, thinking like I, that. I actually yeah. just got a paint set. 
like it's sitting over out of camera in this office because I thought that could be a fun thing to try out. I'm, I'm not going to be the next Picasso, but I could be the next Eric Rosenberg, right? <laughs> yeah. <totally. laughs> yes. Yeah, so I guess my, my question for you that I'm kind of teeing up is, you know, in thinking about someone who's maybe just starting to think about turning their hobby into a side hustle, where do you recommend beginning as just a very elementary starting point for thinking about how to price your time and the work that you do in this hobby? Yeah, that is a great first question, a great starting point. So there was actually a book I read that talks exactly about this. It's called The $100 Startup by Chris Gillibo. I know that last name is a little bit of a mouthful, but he's a cool guy. I've met him a few times. And what he said in that book is you really only need three things to have a business. You need a product or service, a way to get it to somebody, and someone who is willing to pay for it. That's really it. Anything else is uh, gravy on top. Really, all you need to do is have something you can sell to somebody. If you're doing that, you are in business. So even if it doesn't feel like a business, maybe you are an incredible baker and you go to a farmer's market on Sundays and sell muffins. You know, that's a business. That's, that's real. That's legit. Maybe you are really good with bikes and you fix all of your friends' bikes for free because you're that awesome friend. But maybe you could start like a weekend bike repair business where uh, people, they tell all their friends, oh, go take my, your bike over to my friend for a tune-up. And that is a real business. It doesn't have to be registered with the government. It doesn't have to be uh, set up with a lawyer. To be a business, all you need is someone to pay you for something. It's, it's pretty simple. It's, it's a cool way to, to approach it. So when you're starting, think about what is that thing that someone would pay me for? And if you are an amazing artist like Sydney, you could start selling your paintings on a place like Etsy, or you could get prints made of them and um, sell the original for more and then sell prints for less. And I've met artists who started and work inside hustles doing just that. I met a really cool guy in Huntsville, Alabama, who works near where Space Camp is, and he makes all these paintings that look like uh, rockets turning into trees, and that's his side hustle. Oh, he sells cool. them online. I have a friend who lives in Toronto, Canada. I'm actually going to go see him soon. And one of his side hustles is he's a tour guide. He goes on a few different websites, um, places like Airbnb. And there's other ones as well that you can create tours and activities. And he does coffee tours and bar tours and like downtown tours for people who are new to Toronto. And he's grown up there. He's lived there for you know 30 something years. So he's an expert in the city. I, I think that makes someone an expert. You live somewhere 30 years. Uh, so you might be an expert in something and not even realize it. I mean, maybe you could do bicycle tours. You know, maybe you're good at crocheting. You could sell, uh, you live somewhere cold, you can sell hats and gloves. Who doesn't love a homemade uh, hat with a fuzzy thing on top? You know, there, there's, there are so many things you could do. Uh, and then that's not even talking about the computer. With the internet, there are, a zillion side hustles. I mean, I know zillion's not a real word, but there are so many I could not even think about it. There are, you could uh, create websites, you could learn how to code, you could be a writer, you could make podcasts, you could be an editor. You could freelance. You could, yeah. uh, you, there's all sorts of freelance opportunities. There's just so much you can do. And with the internet, the world is so connected, you don't even have to work with people nearby. I have hired people to help me with projects who live on the other side of the world in Asia. 
they were students and they had a side hustle working on websites and I needed help on a website. So that's a, that was a business. They made some money on it and I had a happy experience. It was a good service. You know, think about what it is that you can do, what you can deliver, what you like, what you're already good at and what someone might pay for that in the fair market. So mm. let's say, let's go back to the fuzzy hats example. Cause uh, yeah. it's harder to price art. Art can be, you know, sure, who sure. knows, <laughs> but uh, fuzzy hats, you go to the department store, you go to the big box retail store, a fuzzy hat's going to be between, I don't know, let's say seven and $20 um, somewhere in there. So you know that the hat you're selling is probably going to be somewhere around that range. So you can look at other products or services similar to give you kind of a guideline. And something I like to do, uh, which I've seen a lot of success with, start a little bit on the lower end of that to get a little confidence, get your first sale, but don't do it for free. It's okay to mm. discount your first sale, but don't ever do it for free. Don't, don't give don't, it away. Even for friends and family? <laughs> well, friends and family, if you're doing it anyway. Okay. Like, I guess um, so. I, I help out my my sister with um, some writing projects for free because she's my okay, sister. Okay, but, okay. Uh, so that's you know, for, allowed. <laughs> for real customers, yeah, don't want to yeah. work for free. And, you know, maybe, don't work pro bono. Don't work yeah, for maybe, experience or exactly. exposure. <laughs> exactly, because you can't pay your bills with exposure. You know, if you need to build a portfolio, do it for yourself. So let's say you want to be a writer, you can start a blog. That is creating experience right there that you can share with someone who might hire you to be a writer. If you're a graphic artist, graphic designer, build your own website, make your own graphics, do things in your social media channels that you can show off and be proud of. If you're a video editor, start a YouTube channel or a video creator, you know, they're, they're, start a TikTok. You know, there's so many different things you can do to show the world your experience and get practice without getting paid. So then when it's time to get paid, you can feel confident getting that first paycheck and not have imposter mm -hmm. syndrome, which means that you don't really feel sense, like yeah. you're an expert in it, but it's okay. You, you are an expert. There's, there's a reason someone's right. willing to pay you. Right. Sometimes it just takes building up that confidence a little bit and building a portfolio, working for friends yes. and family, maybe to help build the portfolio itself. Yeah, is a really great place to start. And then, yeah, shopping and looking at, you know, what does the market look like for the product or service that I'm offering and pricing a little bit below that just to kind of get your foot in the door. Then the next trick, once you've had that first sale, raise your price and keep raising it until someone says no. That is one of the best secrets of freelancing really? and side hustling. Just oh keep gosh, raising your prices so <laughs> until someone says no. And eventually someone will say no. And you know, that's okay. And then you say, oh, well, would you do it for this rate? It's okay to negotiate. Negotiating is, is a hard thing in the world. But when you're a business owner, including a side hustler, negotiating might be part of it. Uh, there's a lot of hats yeah. you have to wear when you're running a business, even a little side hustle. Uh, so you have to go into it with your eyes wide open and feel prepared for all of those opportunities and challenges. And you'll probably find sometimes you feel a little uncomfortable, you don't like things, but sometimes you find things that you love and you'll learn a lot and you might meet great people or who knows what'll happen. There, there's so many opportunities, uh, but that Absolutely. won't happen unless you get started and try to get that first sale. Yeah, so those are my kind of main thoughts on how to get started with a side hustle. Hopefully, 
Hopefully that's helpful for you out there. Also remember when you're getting started, it's important to pick something people actually want to buy and pay for. Uh, there are some hobbies. I don't know one that comes to mind. I found out there is something called competitive duck herding. It is a real thing. If you start a competitive duck herding business, I don't know how successful it's going to be. It's just a tough market for competitive duck herders right now. But there are many businesses that are booming. So really do think about that as well. Just because you're into something doesn't mean everybody's into something. But if you are into something, chances are there is a community of people into it. So you have to find and tap into that community. But if the community is not there, if the buyer is not there, um, it's okay to test and try different side hustles. The first one might not be the one that sticks. It's true. So once you have something that sticks and you feel good about it, what about the admin side of things? How do you start thinking about the financial side of your side hustle? That's a great question. And I... I mean, I'm a finance guy. I love all the accounting stuff and getting into the numbers. I'm a, I'm a numbers nerd. So, so hopefully I don't out nerd you guys uh, while we're talking about this, but here are the basics that you really need to know. Uh, So one, you don't have to register your business with the state to be considered a legitimate business. If you are making money doing anything, according to the IRS, according to the United States government, you are a business. So when that happens, it's really important to keep track of all of the money that comes in and out. And the way I think is best to do that is to open up a dedicated bank account. Chances are it will probably just be an account in your name that works for the business in the beginning. But as you grow, you might decide to register with the state. And if you do that, you can actually do it online yourself. There's a few forms you can fill out in any state. I've done it myself a bunch of times. But if you're worried about it, you can pay a lawyer or an online service to do it for you. Uh, But it is pretty easy. Most people, I think, as long as you can read well, uh, you should be able to handle it. Um, So if you register, there are ways you can do that. I won't go too far into the details. But the most common way to do that for new businesses and side hustles is an LLC or limited liability company. And the benefit of that is they're usually really cheap and easy to get started. Unless you live in California like me, then they're very expensive. But in, when I lived in Colorado, I think it was $50 to start one. So it wasn't, uh, wow. wasn't a huge expense to register a business. In California, the minimum is $800 a year. So where you live has a big influence on what you might want to do or not want to do. If you live out in California, you might want to delay registering a business because of that big cost. But if you live somewhere where that's cheap, You might want to just go ahead and do it because when you do, there's a few benefits. One, if you keep all of the finances separate when you run an LLC, there are some legal protections you get. So if someone buys your product and gets hurt with it and decides to sue you, um, if you have an LLC and you're running it properly, they can't go after your personal assets. They can only go after your uh, business assets. So they might be able to take your sewing needles, but not your house or your car. So that's an important thing as your side hustle grows, or if you have a side hustle that has any kind of high risk that anyone can get hurt. That's just something to think about along the way. But again, you don't have to be a registered business when you start. Uh, next, as I mentioned, you want to track your finances separately from your personal finances. Even if you don't have a registered business, uh, you'll want to do that because at the end of the year, you'll have to file taxes. And with your taxes, basically the the important thing to know 
is you take all the revenue that your business made, that is money people paid you for your product or service. So if someone pays you $100 um, 10 times, you made $1,000 in revenue. Uh, then you look at your expenses, which is money you spent directly on the business. So if you are doing a sewing business, you know, that'd be your sewing needles and yarn. If you're a painter, it'd be your paints and canvases. If you work on the computer, it could be your keyboard or your laptop. You know, there's, there's different things that you might be able to deduct. And what that means is you can subtract it from your revenue when you're calculating your taxes. So just like a business, because you are a business, you only have to pay taxes on your profits. And that's a really fun thing that just makes a side hustle different from a hobby. With a hobby, all of your expenses are just expenses. You don't, you don't get anything back. When it's a side hustle, not only can you make money from it, but you can also deduct expenses to lower your taxes. And I'm not, you know, not going to go too, too deep into that. Uh, maybe we'll do a tax episode sometime. You can use your tax software. I know PayActive has a partnership with TurboTax uh, for a discount if you want to use that. So however you do your taxes, if you have a side hustle, you just want to make sure you have tracked that income and expenses separately from your personal income uh, for, for those taxes. But unless you file registered as a business, you don't have to file a separate tax return or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So when you're starting out again, I'll just summarize it to keep it easy. You don't have to register with the government right away though. You may want to later. You yeah. should have a separate bank account for your business, whether it's a personal account or a business account, once it's registered, or if you run mostly in cash, it could be an envelope or something that you use just to keep it separate from your personal finances. That, that separation mm -hmm. is the key. And uh, as you grow, you might want to start doing a little bit of accounting and bookkeeping. And there's some free apps you can use when you're a side hustler. One is called Way of Accounting. You can go on there and it will kind of walk you through what you need to know to get started tracking your income and expenses for your business on there. But if you do that, it actually makes it a lot easier and faster uh, to prepare your taxes when that time of the year comes. Because Uncle Sam wants his part of your uh, of your income. That's the one big yeah. downside. You have to pay taxes on it. But you only yeah. pay taxes Absolutely. if you make the money. So you don't pay taxes Great. if you're not profitable. <laughs> and the PayActive app is free to download. It's free to sign up for PayActive. And it's a great place if you're just getting started to house your first $10,000 that you're making. Um, after that point, you will have to find another place to put your money, but the PayActive account is super quick and easy to set up. So highly recommend that if you're shopping. And if you are thinking about turning a hobby into a business and you need supplies, let's say you want to start a business taking people fishing in your area. Maybe you are an expert fisherwoman and you are awesome at fly fishing and you want to teach others how to go fly fishing. So you have to buy a few extra fishing poles and another tackle box, a big set of lures because you want to look professional. It's not just the ones that you're used to using yourself. You want to have those really fancy <laughs> flies like they have on really TV. Really nice ones. All in, I don't know exactly what fishing stuff costs. I'm not the expert. You are, right? You're starting the fly fishing business. So when you're doing that, if that's your side hustle, and this would work with any business, you can add up what it costs to get started and set that as a savings goal. So maybe you need $500 to buy the gear to take people out on a, on a fishing expedition. You have everything else you need. So you want to save up $500. Well, 
A good way to do that actually is also the PayActive app. If you are getting paid using direct deposit to the PayActive card, you can automatically split off a portion of your income into a savings goal. So whether that's you know, $5 a paycheck or $10 a paycheck or $20 a month, whatever you want to set up, there are flexible rules in there. And that can get you to the point where you can start that side hustle. And before you know it, that $500 you spent, you'll make that back and more, hopefully, if you, if you run a good business. <laughs> and then later you can write it off, right, after you've gotten started. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and as we said, in that $500 is a business expense. So that means if you, let's say your business makes $600 that year and you had $500 in expenses, you only have to pay taxes as if you made $100 because that's your business mm -hmm. profit and you get to keep those fishing poles. So bonus. Not too bad. Not too bad <laughs> yeah, at all. It's a good way to help uh, write off your hobby, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess just my conclusive question is to you, Eric, is a side hustle worth it? Like worth all that time and energy that it's going to take to set it up? Well, I think you all are going to know what I'm going to say here. I think a side hustle is totally worth it because that is really, as I said, what led me here is what created my career. It totally changed my life. And I started writing as a side hustle because it was something I enjoyed. So I was able to take a hobby and something that I liked and turned it into a little bit of money, and then a little bit more money, and then a full living. And even though I have a full-time living, and I don't necessarily need outside funds, I still keep side hustling, because I still think it's fun, and I still <laughs> want to keep making more money. I Actually, yeah. right next to the desk here, I have a, a stack of uh, Funko Pop toys from the Ghostbusters movie that I'm going to sell on Amazon. Like I, it's nice. uh, another side it's hustle. One of my side hustles. <laughs> there's a there's a toy distributor not too far from me, so I'm able to buy wholesale and mark it up a little bit. And wow. I think uh, sci-fi and nerdy Ghostbuster things from the '80s are fun. So that's something yeah. I thought, hey, I could buy them and sell them and. For, uh, for a couple of weeks, hopefully not too long, they sit in my office and I can look at them. And then I ship them off to whoever buys them. <laughs> Unless you really, really like them, right? Then they just end up on your shelf at home. <laughs> if there's one that I, I haven't done it yet, but I was eyeing okay. this one from the... Have you seen the new Ghostbusters movie? The little Stay Puff guys? with the, They have these little lighter things. They're cute, but kind of scary. I thought about putting one of those on my shelf. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's listed on Amazon. If, if you know how to find it, uh, you can find it. <laughs> that's super funny awesome yeah. well, thank you so much eric for your time we really appreciate it and now i'm feeling inspired honestly you've given me so many steps that i can take today to start moving my little painting side hustle business up to the next level so i really am appreciative i mean my i'm actually even teaching my little kids right now how to side hustle i have a two four and six year old and i built them a lemonade stand because oh. we got to start young. We got to start right. So I built them a lemonade stand. They helped me and pick the colors and help me paint it and cut all the wood. And now summer vacation is actually just starting this week as we're recording. And we got to get out there and start selling some lemonade because I know oh, yeah. they want to buy some Pokemon cards and I don't know whatever the kids are into these days. Um, and they know they can do it if they side hustle and, and they make their money because their main job is school right now, but their side hustle can be selling lemonade. <laughs> Absolutely. Awesome. But well, with that, thanks so much, Eric.
Thank you. This was a lot of fun. I always love I always love chatting with you, Sydney. It's always great to have you on the show. And listeners, I hope you enjoyed it as well. If you have any feedback, any comments, you'll make sure to head to payactive.com. You can click on the blog section and you'll find all of our past episodes. You can also subscribe on Spotify. We're working on making sure you can subscribe everywhere else you listen. That's coming down the pipeline. So be sure to follow along if you have not already hit subscribe. Also, if you have not already, as we mentioned, we're obviously fans of the PayActive app. It is free. It has a ton of helpful features. It's a whole financial wellness platform to help you get on track improving your finances. My favorite feature, it's kind of a secret feature a lot of people don't use. It shouldn't be a secret. I'm telling you right now, you can get a free financial counseling session. And normally those costs, you know, rich people pay $10,000 for one of those. You can get it for free from the PayActive app. All you have to do is sign up and you can ask them, how do you put that side hustle money to good use? How do you use it to pay off debt, build an emergency fund or start saving for retirement or whatever else is important to you? So definitely make sure to check out the PayActive app and subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend so they can listen to it too. And that's all we've got for today. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Sydney. And we will talk to you all next time. Have a great rest of your week and keep living that life you've earned. <laughs>